Welcome to the making of Sleek Smile Studio. We're going to be documenting Dr. Paola Bukovkan and her creation, Sleek Smile Studio. Now, her story is a little bit different only because she already has an existing practice. It's called Harmony Dental Health. And she's had this practice for only two years. And she is now starting a new practice from the ground up. She acquired Harmony and now she's building up from scratch Sleek Smile Studio. We're super excited to document this unique process in real time. Thank you so much, Dr. Paola Bukovkin, for allowing us to get inside your business. And we were able to ask you so many questions and concerns that not only the audience has had in the past, but new questions and concerns that will arise in the future as well. So guys, get ready to hear behind the scenes of how the startup process is done. It's not always all fun and games. Obviously, you know that. Um, get ready to hear the struggles that Dr. Paola Bukovkin is facing, uh, the wins, uh, and everything in between. Each week, we will be following up with her on her progress and seeing how far she's come along and so forth. We'll be asking her about prices. We'll be asking her about experiences. We'll be asking her also how this startup is affecting her current dental practice and vice versa. And we'll, of course, be asking all the questions that you, the audience, has for her as well. So without any further delay, here is the making of Sleek Smile Studio. Paula, Paula, how do you say your last name? Bukovkan. Bukovkan. Sam, is which that, I know is that, it doesn't that... it doesn't match with my first name and it doesn't <laughs> match with my accent, which I know I confuse everyone. Is that um more on the Russian side or the Farsi side? That's the Slovak side. Slovak. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My maiden name will completely give it away where I'm from, or that you know. My maiden name is Rodriguez, so can't get more Spanish than that. <laughs> but the Bukovkan, people think, they, my, my patients always ask me, you know, where are you from? And I always tell them, okay, I'm going to give you three guesses. And they usually go for Russian. And yeah. then sometimes they go to the Hispanic side, but uh, sometimes they don't. And then when I tell them where I'm from, they're like, oh, I was thinking you sound Spanish. But then the last name didn't really sound like and I, I know it's my husband's fault but it's my father-in-law's fault <laughs> so <laughs> do you know do you know how to speak russian and farsi no i don't i don't uh at home we speak mainly english my husband sam he speaks a little bit of spanish which oh. is great uh but truly at home we mostly speak english my parents come often to visit so when they're here we speak a lot of spanish um which uh, I tried to do when my kids were little, but you know, at that point, I kind of like gave in. And whatever they listened to me, whatever language they did it, they listened to me. I spoke, and so. <laughs> gotcha. Do you, your kids speak Spanish too, or no? They they understand better than what they speak. Uh, but like this last summer, they went to Colombia for a month. But and they did very good. They did very good. I was so happy. I was so impressed because I, was, I, I wasn't I was sure how they were going to do. Uh, 
and my parents were also so impressed because they they were there with you know with them mm-hmm. and they surprised me because I, I I always thought they weren't gonna be able to really communicate much but but they did right what and part so, of what part of Colombia are you guys from Bucaramanga what I know, right? You have to say it. I and was you have to say, say it slowly. <laughs> I thought like Cartagena or something, but... No, this one is not that easy. It's Bucaramanga. It's in the northeast of Colombia. It's in the mountains. It's beautiful. The weather is beautiful. Um, and, yeah. So, let's start from there. Like, where, when, when did you come here or to the United States? So, I came here in 2001 uh, December of 2001 uh, it was actually I finished dental school for the first time there mm-hmm. that same year and um, I came I came um, to Philadelphia to the suburbs of Philly and okay. that's when the story kind of started here in the US to Philadelphia so you guys were Super big fans of the Super Bowl, then, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> super, so excited. My my kids were so excited. I was, you know, I'm not a super huge football fan to be honest. I'm just kind of like starting to understand it, <laughs> and so. But I felt like you know I have to it's be part ball. of this moment for for the boys. Yeah, I have to. I have to. So I put on my. On my jersey, I screamed at the same times when they did. I clapped when they did. I just follow them, <laughs> and, and, just and I just kids. absolutely. I, I I act like I knew what I was doing. I really didn't know. Uh, I don't understand the game completely, but just to see how excited they were, and then, you know all these uh, type of events mm-hmm. when when people get together for something positive and they're so excited and it's so much happiness in the air. You can't help it, but to join right yeah yeah so so that was great yeah Eagles. and then so from that point on you came here you finished dental school then what happened so i when i came here i i really didn't know what i had to do in terms of my profession Mm -hmm. i had no idea what i had to do to become a dentist here and i came here because of love Um, i got married and and you know with my my husband is is American and and I, so I really didn't know what I was getting into in terms of my profession. Okay. When um, then I realized that you needed you know you needed to take the boards you needed to go back to school and um, pretty early on you start uh, having a family and so I work as a dental assistant. I work then as an expanded functions dental assistant. I then I start teaching at a, at the college where the dent, I expanded functions dental assistant train. Mm-hmm. I also I also became an instructor at UPenn in the preclinic. And all these years, I'm trying to like taking the boards and you know I was working full time, taking care of the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and taking the boards to, so I could apply to a program, uh, and and so I did. It was it was a long road. I graduated dental school then here for the second time in 2012. So it took me 11 years. <laughs> oh, wow, to be a dentist? 
to be a dentist here. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I did, um, in the process, I did two years of oral medicine uh, at Penn. I did a fellowship uh, in geriatrics. Uh, I did a master's in public health. I did a mm -hmm. bunch of things. But, uh, but yeah, that's kind of like all, all of that got me to, to well, where yeah. I'm now. So it's all, it's so good. So were you a dentist in Colombia already or no? Yeah, yeah. So I graduated oh. there in 2001. Uh -huh. And it's just, I really just, I worked there for about six months and then I moved here. And that's where the craziness started and, you know, mm -hmm. with all of it. And then I graduated here again in 2012. So, so then, just a little bit older <laughs> than the first time around, but <laughs> a little bit more seasoned, I guess. Yeah. And so it took, why do you think it took, I don't want to say why do you think it took so long, but like, but like, why do you think it took so long? Like 11 years like, for... <laughs> it, it's sure. So uh, studying for the boards, especially uh, the part one, was really hard um, because a lot of the things I, I did dental school in, in Colombia in Spanish. So mm. that part one board, which is, you know, basics, anatomy, physiology, chemistry, all of that. A lot of things I had to kind of like relearn now in English. Mm -hmm. And so it, for me to to get a good score on the part one was was challenging. I had to I had to take that test several times to get you know a good one. Mm -hmm. um, and I was working all those eleven years. I work and again I had a family. You know I had kids pretty early on, and so it it I guess that's the reason why I couldn't really. I remember at the time. People will tell me, you know, why don't you just stop working, uh, just study eight hours a day and and take it and it's going to be easier. But that wasn't really a, an option for me. I had to I had to work. You know, we had uh, we have our kids. We had, you know, things to pay and it wasn't really financially wasn't an option. And so I had to work full time and then come home. To spend a little bit of time with the kids and then after I put the boys to sleep then study an hour or two or so whatever I was physically and mentally able to do and I think that's why I mean I really think that's why it took me it took me so long mm -hmm. but the process was good I mean working as a dental I, I work as an assistant and all that and, and to be honest I I am grateful for that because and, you know, you always kind of like look at things back. I mean, at the moment, of course, I hated every single <laughs> part of the process because I just really wanted to, you know, be a dentist again. Mm -hmm. But when I look back, uh, that has given me so much, you know, I appreciate my team. I know I know the stuff that they struggle with because I struggle with, with similar stuff or maybe the same stuff when I was an assistant. I know how it is to feel unappreciated by your employer. Uh, I know, but I also know, you know, how it is to feel appreciated by your employer. So I, I was on that side and that's good. And that's good for me now that I'm a dentist again and I'm on the other side. And mm -hmm. so it was... It was long, but but it's, it's okay. It, it's all it's yeah. Good. And so on the part one board, you said you failed. How many times did you fail? 
I felt once, I felt the first time, and then the second time I took it, I just passed. So you passed the test with a 75, mm. and then I think I got like a 79, 78, 70, 79, I got a 79. And then, okay, and then with that, you, I think at this point, the board is kind of like pass or fail. Yeah. But back then, they really look at the number. So with a number like that, I wasn't getting called for interviews anywhere. Mm-hmm. And at that point, um, so I said, okay, I'm going to take it again, you know. And every time, I don't remember, I don't remember now, but I think you had to wait a period of time before you ha- you could take it again. So that was also part of the delay. Uh, you know, it's not like you fail, you find out you fail, you can go back and take it the next day. You had to wait a period of time to, to be able to take it. Uh, and financially too, you know, mm-hmm. um, you have to kind of like rec- recoup and then pay again and redo it. So I took it again that third time, and I actually got one point less than the last time. Oh, man. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was like, oh my god, you know. And um, so fine. Actually, what I what I decided doing with that with that part one, I said, you know, actually, actually, what happened is I was working as an assistant and one of the dentists that I used to work with, she was very young. She was on her uh, late twenties, early thirties, which was my age around the time, I guess too. Mm-hmm. We were, we were similar in age and she got really sick and, and she mean, you know, she, she passed. And at that point I remember saying, you know, professionally she, she has what I wanted, what I wanted. Uh, and, and, I don't know if personally she didn't know, but personal in my personal life, I had what I wanted. I had my family, I had my boys, and I kind of like felt so bad that every time I would come back home from work, I would just kind of like maybe pay not that as much attention as I needed to be paying to the kids. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, I made the decision of you know I'm not gonna take this test again. I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna get in. A different way and that's where I started I, I started you know I did a fellowship and then I did the master's in public health and I I built up my CV <laughs> to kind of like compensate for my score not being not being great especially you know especially when you were comparing with 90s you know oh yeah yeah so that's that's actually what i did at some point i just said i'm not gonna take i'm I'm not taking this test anymore my kids don't deserve this my kids deserve that you know a mom that is not telling them guys like just let me study you know and and then the part two the part two is more clinical it's more now we're talking dental stuff which even though it was in a different language. It's, it's, it was much easier. It's just that part one was really hard for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So then part two, you didn't you didn't fail, right? Part two, I didn't fail. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> part two, I did well. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. And then, so let's let me fast forward a little bit. So when you or like rewind, fast forward. So when you moved here, you knew English or no English? I kind of did. So I was. In, I wasn't in a, I wasn't, in, the school where I was was not bilingual, but we always had English as a subject. Mm-hmm. So since first grade, I had English class. And actually, the the reason why I ended up here, and that's how I met my, my ex-husband, is because uh, when I was in dental school, I came here to work in a summer camp. 
And so I had the basics and I had, I guess, some of the vocabulary. Mm-hmm. But I was, for those 11 years while I was in the school, I was always taught English by a Colombian, by, by a Spanish person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when I came here to work in that summer camp, I couldn't understand anything <laughs> at all. Uh-huh. Like, not even like the hello. The yeah. hello sounded, sounded different of that, the hello that I <laughs> knew, what does, you know? What does that mean, hello? <laughs> it, I know, it was yeah. crazy. So it was actually at that summer camp, there was this girl from Ecuador, and she actually, she spoke very well because she, it wasn't her first time here. I would follow her around like everywhere. <laughs> but I was one of the older girls at camp, uh, and they needed me to be, I think we were called like unit leaders or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so she needed to be a uh, unit leader. I needed to be one. So they separated us. And at that point, I just had to, I just had to do it. And, and you know, after a couple of weeks, the ear also starts kind of like getting used to. Mm-hmm. I did have the, the basis and I had the vocabulary. So at, at some point I started, I guess, speaking a little bit better. Gotcha, you gotcha. know, and I think now this accent is not now. This is what it is because now I've been here for sixteen years. <laughs> I know. So I think <laughs> it is what it so is. <laughs> I think this is what it is. I don't think this is going anywhere anymore. So yeah, the <laughs> the other day I was talking to um, uh, Dentsply, and then they they heard about you, so they're like, "Oh, the Brazilian doctor," and I was like, "I think I don't think she's Brazilian, but maybe I don't know." That's why when you told me that you were. <laughs> Uh, cooking stuff. I was like, oh, well, she's Colombian. So, yeah, you know, and now actually, in terms of the accent, thank goodness for Sofia Vergara, right? <laughs> because now, now, I mean, you know, hey, people. Some, sometimes people say that I sound like her. I wish people will say I look like her, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Take no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, then, really quick, Paula, or not really quick, you can go into detail. Um, what made you want to be a dentist? You know, I always love going to the dentist and I know that's not usually it's that's not the norm but I love going to the dentist as a kid I love the smell of the dental office and I know that that sounds so creepy but <laughs> I love the smell I guess it was um the smell of the like uh, eugenol or one of those or but I love the smell and um I remember I don't remember how old I was, but I remember mm-hmm. one time this, the dentist um, that I had saying that my teeth were perfect and that my smile was perfect. I think he was talking about, like, in terms of, like, occlusion that I, you know, that I had a good bite. And, you know, uh-huh. I was class one. I mean, now I know that, but at the time he was saying that my teeth were perfect, that my bite was perfect. <laughs> and I remember feeling, like, so proud and, like, so in love with this dentist and the mm-hmm. office and everything. That I think played a big, really big role. Number two, for us and for me and my siblings, going to the dentist was always fun. Like mm-hmm. every time we went to the dentist, at the end of the visit, we would go and have ice cream. And that ah. for us was like the biggest treat. Like we never had ice cream or like junk food in our house. Mm-hmm. And so for us to go out for ice cream, that was like the best thing ever. So I guess also. I, I don't know if I associated going to the dentist to something that then I was going to get a reward for or something good. Yeah. But and, and then my dad is an engineer, but I guess at some point, and he used to work in an oil company, at some point during his, I don't know, I don't know if that was midlife crisis or what, but at some <laughs> point he decided that he wanted to go 
to school to become a dental lab technician. Hmm. And so what he did is he worked all week at the company, and then during the weekend he would go to school, and he became a dental lab tech. He actually only practiced for like like a year. Like he never left his his work mm-hmm. as an engineer. Uh, but uh, but I love also like he used to do homework during the week. I love the smell of the alginate, and I love this again. I don't know the smells, the smell of the and I, the wax, and I would love seeing him uh, waxing teeth, and I yeah. love it. I love the the, the artistic part of it, um, and I think all of that. So I always, every time, when some I never. I never changed my answer when, you know, when you're a kid and people always ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. My answer was always that I wanted to be a dentist. And I guess, you know, when I, when I think back, I guess I did have a chance after I did it over there in Colombia, I had a chance to change it if I wanted to when I came here. But yeah. I guess I really, really like it because even after 11 years, I, I really fought for it and I, and I, I did it again. So yeah. I, I love I love dentistry. I love um I love what I do and mm-hmm. and I love when when people are happy with you know, with the results and I love when they smile and they're I don't know. I, I just like it. <laughs> yeah, 'cause like after eleven years I'm not gonna lie, Paula, like if it was me and it was been like three or four years, I'm like, Okay, I'm gonna go do something else. <laughs> move countries or something so that's good I know. so if we fast forward a little bit you said you came and then you met your husband how'd mm-hmm. you meet your husband okay so to make it clear to one to you and everyone else mm-hmm. now i'm no husband number one or husband number two oh I, because I, i'm on husband number two now okay okay <laughs> so which um let's talk about from when you came then okay so that's husband number one everyone Uh, (laughs) everyone i didn't know that i didn't know that yeah 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 so um so with my husband we met at that summer camp that Mm -hmm. um that i was talking about uh and um i'm sorry what was your question how did we meet i forgot Mm -hmm. Ah, okay yeah so we met at summer Summer camp. camp i came here so um, the whole story about the summer camp, I was in dental school over there mm-hmm. and um, my best friend, she's like, oh, like these people from the school, uh, Camp Counselor USA, they came to, they went to her school offering, they said that we could go to the, st- come to the States and work in summer camps or casinos or amusement park. And so she was like, should we do it? And I said, sure, what do we have to do? He's like, well, we have to pay 50 bucks and we have to go on, like, do an interview. I said, well, sure, let's do it. So uh, we did it and they took me, but they didn't take her. Mm, And I was like, ah, it was like, her name is Monica. I was like, you know, I, I don't, I don't. I don't need to go because I, I didn't want her to be mad at me. You know, we were really young. We were mm-hmm. like, what, um, uh, 19 years old or so. Oh, wow. And so, um, and she's like, no, like, don't be silly. Like, it's not your fault that they didn't take me. Just go. Mm-hmm. And so I came here and that's where I met my husband. At, you know, he also was working at the summer camp. And 
you know, I went back to Colombia. I thought it was just kind of like a summer thing. <laughs> but but no, we, we kept talking every day and he but wrote no. me every day. And I was like, hmm, maybe he's serious. Yeah. And so then I came back here to spend Christmas with him and his family. And he proposed. Oh, and wow. I say yes, but I said, I'm going to go back home and finish the night school, though. Mm-hmm. And so we, he proposed, and then a year later is when we got married. And at that point, is I already finished dental school there. And mm. but that's why, just so soon after I graduated dental school there, I ended up here. Is because you know we married. So gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And, and then husband number two, how'd you meet him? Husband number two. So from <laughs> husband number one, we. We separate. We got a divorce. We separated seven and a half years after. You know, we have uh, with husband number one. We had three, three kids, three boys, mm-hmm. and we, you know, we went. We, we got a divorce, and then husband number two, which is current husband. Let's make that clear. There's no other husband. There's no number three or four. Everyone, I Sam, but number two. Sam's <laughs> listening right now, and he's like, "Ah, oh, she's following." <laughs> yes, it's just you know, is when I say stuff like this, he just shakes his head, <laughs> and he's here next to me. He's just like shaking his head, Poor just child. like my parents. My parents do that too. I, I think I just say <laughs> stuff okay. sometimes that I don't know. They just shake their hand, their head, and they kind of like you used to it. Laugh. You're just like oh. oh, they're so used to it. They don't even you know, they That's just shake like... their head. But anyhow, so uh-huh. um, I met Sam uh, on Match.com. Oh wow, really? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when I um, I was um, then after divorcing, I was mom, three kids, uh, not really going out anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I'm kind of like the typical story, right? You know, I didn't really, you know, I, I was in the school at that time. Actually, I was in uh, in the past program, so I was in the program to become a dentist here, mm-hmm. here in Philly at UPenn. And, you know, I mean, I really didn't go out much with my classmates uh, because, well, only the past student, we had kind of like in similar, my my other classmates were much younger than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I really couldn't go out much because, you know, I had three kids at home. Yeah. So I had to I had to come back home to them, and so there we I started doing the online dating, and I saw his profile, and I don't know if anyone. Well, I don't know if you ever done match that come. You can anymore because you're married and you have a beautiful yeah. wife. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so don't do it. But uh, I don't know if anyone has done it. But I guess the way it works, and I'll explain a little bit. So they send you kind of like your daily match, right? Because you answer all these questions. But you can also look at people's profiles. So, all right. So I guess one day I was looking at profiles and I saw Sam's profile. And hmm, I was like, hmm, okay. All right. And so I I winked at him. So you had the the option. uh, You could either wink or you could send a message. But because I'm a lady... I wasn't going to go and approach him first, so I winked. And then I left it right there, right? I I felt like this is kind of like if you're in a bar, you kind of like look, <laughs> but then look away. <laughs> so that was my yeah. approach. Okay. And so I winked, and then he emailed me. You know, I guess he saw that I winked, and then, you know, he 
emailed me and then we started talking and then the rest is history. We got married and now we have uh, another boy. So I have a total of four boys mm. and we are a big happy family. Uh, we talking again about the Super Bowl. Super Bowl was here at my house with husband number one, husband number two, all the boys. So going back to Sofia Vergara, um, I, I do have my own version of a modern family. Modern family, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and so it's, 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 it's all good. Okay. That's good. This is a lot. We're going to get back to a lot of this in, in more episodes to come. Um, okay, so like if we fast forward a little bit more and when you became a dentist in like the United States, right? Then what happened and how did you come across Harmony Dental Health, which is now your current practice, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I graduated, I I actually worked in corporate for three years. Uh, right after, um, that was my first job after uh, dental school here. Mm -hmm. And at that point, when I when I just first started, I was I wasn't really sure if I wanted to own because again I had at that time I had only three kids. But it, I mean I'm saying only because now I have four, but three kids is a lot. <laughs> and so I I didn't know if with having three kids I really wanted to own my own practice. So I started working with corporate, and and no, I mean the more I I did it, the more I knew that. I, I wanted to have my own my own office, my own practice. I wanted to play by my own rules. And, mm -hmm. and um, I didn't agree with some of, of the staff that um, how some things were run like in what? the practice. Um, it was it was very stressful. I mean, they will give you goals to make um, every 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 month. And I'm not saying goals are bad. Goals are are good mm -hmm. but definitely know when you feel that you have to compromise you should you should never compromise the, the the care that you're giving your patients i mean goals are good we need goals but they they need to be done in an ethical way not by uh, there was a lot of pressure to to meet these goals and i i just couldn't do it i you know what i mean mm -hmm. um so um so I was there. I started looking for a practice to buy, um, and we actually came across uh, a fee-for-service practice nearby in a very nice um, uh, town nearby. And about two weeks before we were ready to sign everything and get it done, the owner said, "You know, I'm not. I'm not selling anymore." So that was devastating. Yeah, it was devastating because we spent a lot of money in uh, in the accountant, lawyer, all that. Oh, and they can and just do that. They can just say that, like, oh, you know, what? never mind. I changed my mind. Yeah, because at that point oh. we didn't sign. We haven't signed something, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I, but you spend a lot of money, kind of like looking into the practice, and uh, and also like the lawyers looking at like all the documents and the stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and so at that point. Uh, Sam especially he kept saying you know let's let's do it from scratch let's do it from scratch mm -hmm. and our advisor at the time he said to us you know what guys if you guys were m maybe just the two of you I would say go for it but you guys have four kids you have 
both of you have a student loans. Uh, mm. You have a lot of debt. You have the home mortgage. You have this. So, you know, and he was like, I, I really don't think that's a good idea. Let's just keep looking for a practice. So we listened to him and we kept, you know, looking for a practice. We found Harmony. And, mm. um, and you know, this that was that's baby number one. So Harmony. Harmony is baby number one. Harmony is a... Um, it's a practice where we take a PPO insurance. We have um, some patients that are fit for service, but it's mainly a insurance-driven practice. Um, and we have done a lot of things um, with it. It was um, we we have I, I've definitely feel that I have put my my touch, and and now it feels more mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's hard because when you buy an existing practice, if anything, the first thing that any advisor will tell you is don't change anything. You mm-hmm. don't want to overwhelm the patients. You don't want to overwhelm the, the, if you kept any of the team members, just kind of like, you know, you have to remain low key and, mm-hmm. and remaining low key for me is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, as soon as I, when I saw the practice for the first time, I already knew. I, I mean, my mind goes like thousand miles per minute, and so I already knew what I wanted to change and do on this. And you know, mm-hmm. I'm super hyper in terms of that. And and but Harmony is going to be two years old with us in May, and in these two years, I I feel like I have I have put a lot of my personality and my and my touch, and uh, and I'm very proud of that. Um, but that's the story with, with, with harmony. I always had, we, we always had that little kind of like bug about starting something from scratch mm-hmm. and with harmony, it didn't happen just because I guess of the circumstances and, and, and we did listen to the advice that we were given and, 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 but you know, harmony, harmony is our baby and we love harmony. So how old is harmony then? Harmony, well, with us, it's just yeah. two years, but uh, oh, wow. Harmony, um, the ex- the previous dentist, um, he retired. He had this practice for about 30 years, mm-hmm. and in the location where we where it is right now, nine years, because the practice used to be at his house. Ah. Yeah, gotcha. and I guess about now, almost 11 years ago, he moved the practice where to, to the current location. And two years ago, almost two years ago, is when is when we bought it. So, what struggles have you seen, or have you experienced so far with, um, like acquiring uh, someone's practice? Ooh, where do I, okay? Let's see where do we start. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Um, well, uh, to begin with. Um, the staff, he, mm-hmm. the, the, the the dentist that, that had the practice, he, he didn't have a lot of staff. It was a family practice, so like the the wife was the office manager. Um, there, there was a lot of family involved in this practice, so they didn't have a lot of uh, team members. Mm-hmm. They only had two, but that at the beginning was a challenge because I wanted to keep the 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 only two people that they had, and one wasn't good, the other one. Um, just work for a little bit so finding um the right team members 
was hard because I when once again, what do they tell you when you when you buy an existing practice? Don't okay. you know? It, it's the, you're the new person. You need to make sure that the team members are the same. That way, it's not going to be so traumatizing for the patients, right? Mm-hmm. And so here I am, um, completely new, uh, and I don't have the same team. It was just now it's everything new. Uh, the the patients were used to the previous dentist. You know, he's a male, older, different. Um, culture the mine um he had a and now here i come um so that was a little hard at the beginning also to to retain patients Mm i i don't i don't know if i could give you a number exactly of how many patients we lost but i know that we lost some because um a lot of the patients were coming to him were so loyal to him uh, because they were with him for so many years. Uh, he had a lot of patients that they didn't live close by the office anymore, but they kept traveling for him because they were loyal to him. Mm-hmm. And now with me, well, if they were going to be seeing someone new, then they chose to go and see someone new but closer to the house. Yeah. Um, the other struggle was the way we practiced was a little bit different. The previous dentist... Uh, was older and he had more flexibility in terms of time so he was very very nice and flexible with the patients in terms of someone could call him and he will very nicely he was very accommodating in terms of a schedule for the patients i don't have the luxury of time i need i i need i am very very structured with and and with my schedule because Mm -hmm. of the craziness crazy life that i have i need to manage you know, four kids mm-hmm. and their times, and 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 I need to organize it with my time. So, from the very beginning, something that I changed in the practice was the structure of the schedule, or was actually giving it a structure. It didn't have much of a structure before, because he had he had the flexibility to do so, and that was another reason why I I feel I lost some patients. Mm. Uh, some patients didn't like that. They they loved that. The previous dentist uh, just came when they needed to because, of, of course, that was very convenient to them. And then when I came on board and I started setting some rules, um, they didn't like that. So losing patience definitely was very hard at the mm-hmm. beginning. Losing um, patience and staff, right? Yeah, losing patience, losing staff. Um, um, what else? I didn't really know anything about insurance. Because in this corporate place that I worked for three years, they didn't take insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I came into an insurance practice not really knowing anything about insurance at all. And and they were the you know, the, the the family that we bought the practice from, they were they were very kind and very nice. And they stayed with us uh, during about I would believe it was like three months, three to six months. Um, doing the transition and they helped us a lot and taught us a lot but at the beginning everything you know how it Mm -hmm. felt it felt kind of like when I actually came here to that summer camp it felt like they were (laughs) speaking to me in a completely different language I had no idea Uh what they were talking about we hired an office manager that um, you know to work with us and in paper she had the best resume and she totally you know talked herself up 
and then when she started working, mm. the the previous you know the previous manager, which was the wife of the dentist, she mm -hmm. she at some point she was like, guys, she doesn't know anything, <laughs> and we were like, really? Because we didn't know anything either. Yeah, and so um, yeah, so oh. There were definitely some interesting times for a lack of, the lack of a better word. Yeah. Were, you know, it was interesting. It was it was very challenging. It was challenging too, because we had to learn the business. Um, it was it was a crash course. Mm -hmm. and and yeah, I I completely agree with you. Um, learning it is, and would you say you're still learning it? Because it's two oh, years. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes, and with the um, we. Especially because uh, with insurance, there are so many um, little hooks and, you know, kind of like, um, it's, it's, there is a lot to learn. We're definitely still learning. Um, mm -hmm. And that actually is, is very interesting because um, I know, I, I have been questioned about why am I doing a, a startup? Why am, I, why am I doing a second office when you're, first office is so young and yeah. it's so, you know, it hasn't reached the potential, right? Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, it's a totally valid question. And, and because yes, Harmony hasn't reached uh, all the potential that will reach. Um, the reason why we're going to be doing this second practice is really just the opportunity fell in a lap. And the way I'm kind of like thinking, thinking about this whole process, I'm comparing these two practices with my kids, with having kids. And yes, the first baby, which is Harmony, is, is, just, is just learning how to walk because Harmony is, a, is a still a toddler. But, um, and so when you have a toddler, you're called crazy when you're when you when you're pregnant for the second time. I know because my first and my second kids are only twenty months apart. <laughs> and uh, but you know um, we did it because the opportunity fell in our lap, and it's is you really wanted is it's really going to be what I wanted to do uh, from the beginning, which was starting something from from scratch with where where everything is going to be. Uh, our our vision mm -hmm. and our uh, everything everything. I mean, I just just thinking about it. Just I'm, I'm you can't see me, but I'm smiling because everything everything is gonna be us. Everything is gonna be me, and that's so exciting. You know, I yeah. and and that's yeah. I, I agree. Like, and that's why we kind of like decided to to do this documentary process because it's it's pretty unique. Your situation. A lot of the times, people who do do a startup it's like their first startup, right? And it's their first time out of corporate. Or if they acquire practice, they're kind of like, I acquired this, this is my baby, I'm going to take this all the way until, you know what I mean? It's, mm -hmm, it's big. Yeah. Or even the third one is like, all right, we've started a practice, we're already like 15 years into it, let's, you know what I mean, like start another one if you want, like if you want to create more. But for you, it's kind of, it's different, right? Like you, you started it two years ago and now you're starting another practice and it's not even like harmony number two, right? It's, it's a completely yeah. different name and it's yeah. going to be a completely different vibe. 
So yeah. it's going to be super interesting, like super interesting watching this whole process. Mainly we're going to be documenting the whole Sleek Smile Studio. And that's the name of Paula's dental practice, Sleek Smile Studio. We're going to be documenting that whole process. But we're also going to be documenting like your life in this process as well, right? And how everything is going to go. What yeah. Are you, what are you nervous or afraid or scared about? You know, I, because um, Harmony is still a baby and because they're so, they're going to be so different, sometimes I'm feeling like I have like a, sp a split personality. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and especially now where, uh, you know, when I, I already started uh, doing some uh, social media for Sleek but I'm doing some social media for Harmony and the vibes are a little bit different. And um, I, uh, that kind of like, my, my concern is like, is, am I, how am I gonna, how am I gonna do it in a way that I, I don't feel like I'm dividing myself because it's, it's still me, even though the two practices are, are gonna be different, mm -hmm. the essence of both practices and and it's me and I'm the same person, I'm the same dentist, I'm gonna be providing the same, you know, I mean, my my persona and my ethics and everything that I am is the same no matter in which practice I'll be working, but because I am uh, targeting different demographics and because the vibe is different, I am a little bit struggling with feeling like, like, uh, am I supposed to like even in like social media like the what I'm posting here is more like family and more cute on the slick one what, what would I need to be posting so I'm struggling with that mm -hmm. uh, another concern I guess it will be again kind of like when you're having that second kid and, and you don't know you know people are saying you're crazy and you're thinking oh hell yes I'm crazy what am I gonna <laughs> do uh, yeah. so that's a little bit of a concern that uh, am I am I Am I being crazy? Because obviously my life is really busy. Mm -hmm. uh, Harmony, the boys, and now something else. And even though I, 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 I think, you know, I think and I know I can do it. And I, my, I don't know anything different than crazy. I guess that's where I kind of like, mm -hmm. it's always crazy. And it's just, but I, I just manage and I just, you know, it's, it's crazy, but it's good crazy. Don't don't think it's bad crazy. It's always yeah. good crazy. And if anything, when I don't have a project, I give myself a project. Like when I was pregnant with my <laughs> second kid, I and I, it was like the week before uh -huh. I, I I delivered the second one. I was already at home, and I was like, I start painting a mural on a wall. I so I think this is just how I live my life. But mm -hmm. then when. So this is just like the regular Paola when the kind of like normal Paola goes to bed and start thinking. Then is when I said, "Oh my God, what am I doing? And <laughs> am I gonna be able to do it? And what do I need to do so I can do both? I can take care of both places. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. The same like with the kids. Again, I don't wanna. I need to love them and pay attention to both the same. Mm -hmm. you know and th that's that's the part that worries me if am i gonna how am i gonna do it uh, because obviously i wanna i wanna do it right um 
Yeah. So that's the that's a that's a concern. Okay, and then really quick, I just want to know, like, why did you call it Sleek Small Studio? Why in the location that you picked? And then, yeah, those two questions, like, why Sleek Small Studio and why the location? So the location mm -hmm. came first. So we, uh, a friend of uh, ours, he's a plastic surgeon. Mm-hmm. And so one day we were talking and he said, you know, I hate my landlord, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be building and, you know, I'm going to be doing this new building and I'm going to move because I'm sick of this landlord. I'm going to have my own building. All right, cool. Congratulations. Well, hmm. you should come with me. I'm like, I can't come with you. I just bought my practice. That was a, that was uh, when Harmony was uh about a year and change. I mm -hmm. said, I can't do that. Crazy. The patients are just kind of like starting to like me. They're not going to follow me, you know, to a different location because between Harmony and Sleek, they're about 30, they're about 20, 30 minutes away mm -hmm. from each other. So I was like, no, and I can't do that. So he was like, well, that's, that's too bad because patients are always asking me for cosmetic stuff like veneers and bleaching and all that. And when he said that, Sam and I kind of like look at each other and we were kind of like, you know, like when the light bulb goes, <laughs> yeah. and so, um, because the other part that I, we, 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 at the beginning we were looking for practices, really what I wanted was a fee-for-service practice, uh, because that's what I knew, that's, mm -hmm. even though I was in corporate, that's the only thing that I knew, um, so we got into the car and we were talking and we we're like, you know, this would be great because it could be that fee for service practice that we want and it could be more uh, about cosmetics and blah, blah, blah. And then we were like, mm -mm, down to planet Earth. We can't do it. Money. Mm -hmm. We don't have the money. Nobody's going to give us any money because we just, we just got money for Harmony. Mm -hmm. So we kind of like, let's not even talk about it anymore. Let's just now start talking like real stuff. Let, I don't know. Like, why, why are we going to have eat? for lunch tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever. So we stopped talking about that. Then about maybe like a month later, uh, this this guy called call us and like, oh, so you guys, what, so you thought about it? We were like, mm, yeah, we can't do it. And so... But why, why? And so, so we start talking and we explain, you know, the mainly reason was the finances. We, we don't have the money and we don't think anybody's going to give us any money. Mm -hmm. So um, then we started talking more and he said, well, let's talk. Maybe I can finance some of you guys, some of the, the stuff that you guys need. Um, he, he really believed in us and he, you know, he, he knows my work and and I guess he really wanted a dentist mm -hmm. building. So, um, so that's actually then how everything started because he, we were actually able to, we ended up getting some of the financing through the bank, uh, through a small business loan. Mm -hmm. But also the landlord is doing is doing then the other portion of the financing. I guess it, it all kind of like click. I love, you know, I love doing the bread and butter dentistry, I do feelings, I do everything. But really, if you ask me, what is your favorite thing to do? I love doing cosmetic stuff. I love doing uh, front teeth. 
whatever mm. it is, even if it's a, a composite or a crown or a veneer or now implants, I love working in front of teeth because that's usually, th those cases like that are usually the ones that the, where the patients actually are happy to be at the dentist and that those patients are usually the ones that actually and the, for the most part, will show you some kind of appreciation and will smile because they see a change. Yeah. We usually don't get a big smile and a hug when we do a feel in the back, you know? Like mm -hmm. they're like, well, well, whatever. <laughs> so if you ask me what was your favorite thing to do, I'll say, give me front teeth. I love front teeth. Mm -hmm. And so this all cosmetic, so doing cosmetics is my favorite thing to do. And because these patients are, you know, we have the patients that go to this plastic surgeon. Obviously, these are patients that are, you know, care about how they look. And, you know, I guess with their smiles, I wouldn't anticipate that it's much different. They're spending so much money and getting a little, you know, taking care of the little role on the side. They yeah. might want to take care also of their teeth and their smiles. So... Uh, and then the name, uh, you know, we we sat down with Sam and we start coming up with, you know, names. <laughs> Same <laughs> thing that we did with our with our with our kid. Yeah, <laughs> we will just start making. I mean, it's really I know I know I keep saying it, but really this is this is I mean for me this is my sixth kid. You know, uh -huh. I have four <laughs> real boys, then Harmony, and now Slick. So we mm. just sat down and start kind of like throwing out names and names. I knew that I wanted something. Um, different and cashy and that will go kind of like with the modern look and and then I don't know a slick came and and, and that was I, it. yeah it, it, that was it that was it yeah gotcha gotcha okay so basically but in in all in totality like in everything um, you've always just wanted to start your own dental practice from scratch right like your own thing and call yeah. it yours um that's mainly where like this itch is being scratched right um yeah because other than that i mean i'm pretty sure you, people have told you already but like it's pretty crazy after two years of owning a dental practice to get another one right but yeah but it's interesting and it's like it's remember when i talked to you and i'm like you know what there's gonna be people who disrupt the status quo and put a dent in the universe. And there's people who are just going to put their footprint on dentistry, right? And you're like, I want to put that dent in the universe. This is it. This is it. We're making it happen, okay? So yeah, awesome. because of that, though, keep that in mind. But also keep in mind, you've, you've seen this process. We're going to go through a lot of struggles as well, too. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this to you. I have this little post that I found on Instagram, and I thought it was hysterical. Mm -hmm. It says, one kid makes you a mom. Two kids makes you a mate. Three kids makes you a manager. Four or more kids makes you a magical freaking unicorn. <laughs> and so when people tell me I'm crazy because I have four kids and now people are telling me I'm crazy because I'm going to have two practices, I'm just a magical freaking unicorn, <laughs> I guess. Or a Colombian crazy lady, whatever, whatever. I mean, whatever sounds or a Colombian better. crazy lady. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but so I guess crazy is good. Magical, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, we'll see. All right. We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> but okay, alrighty. So, anything you want to mention, Paola, before we sign off? Well, just want to say that I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to be doing this. I think this is awesome. Um, 
I it feels it feels really good to to me to be able to share this story. I think um, <coughs> if any, I I have learned a lot from listening to others' experiences, mm-hmm. and if I can give back, you know, the same to others, I'm I'm gonna that's I'm gonna feel very proud of that, and and I feel like in life you always need to give and 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 be thankful for what for what you got i'm i'm very thankful not only to the experiences but to the people that that i have met through all these years right and and i want to i, I want to do the same for for others i want to i want if any if any of what i'm doing can help someone mm-hmm. awesome and if not, even just, I guess, for the entertaining part of it. I don't know. Yeah. Even if I can just make someone laugh, then, hey, that's cool. <laughs> I make you laugh. And um, so I'm very excited about this. I'm very, thank you, Michael, for documenting this. I think this is going to be awesome. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. And after we listen to this first one, uh, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. I, I have been told that I speak too, too fast. Do I speak too fast? Uh, not really. No, I don't think so. I think I speak fast. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I I hear a little bit of. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you can go that high. No, yeah, but um, <laughs> no, I, don't, I, I think I think I think it's okay. We'll see. We'll see after the first episode. We'll see. We'll <laughs> if see. If you guys, we'll if see. you listening, think if you guys listening think any of us speak too fast, please let us know. Other than that, anything else, Paula? No, I think that's it. And looking forward to the next ones. Alrighty, guys. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye.